All right, guys, welcome back. In this episode of Best of Seven Sports Talk, I'm going to share a portion of a dope interview I did with Sports Town Podcast and host J.J. Peters as he welcomed me on the show to talk about the NBA All-Star Game, Dame Lillard, the Lakers, and a lot more. Links will be in the description for the Sports Town Podcast. Make sure you follow J.J. and enjoy today's podcast episode. To our interview with Seven Mitchell, host of the Best of Seven Sports Talk. Alrighty, I am pleased to be joined by Seven Mitchell, host of the Best of Seven Sports Talk. How's it going, Seven? Uh, JJ, man, I appreciate you. Everything is great. Happy New Year to you, and, and thanks for reaching out. Definitely a, a privilege. Yeah, no problem. Again, it was kind of a late notice, so that's my bad. But again, thanks for coming on and um, um, squeezing in um, an interview here. So again, more about the NBA. Um, we talked about the NBA in the la- our last episode, but I wanted to talk more about it, especially after the All-Star starters were selected both East and West. And technically, they don't do East and West anymore, but East and West was selected. Um, what did you think about the – or did you disagree with any of the players that were selected to be starters? I wouldn't say disagree. I would say more or less shocked. I know the biggest name um, – that's been talked about with this whole scenario has been Andrew Wiggins, mm-hmm. you know, but I wouldn't say disappointed at all. I would just say a little bit shocked, but I'm definitely excited for a team LeBron versus team Durant. This has been like the, f- it's been like four years mm-hmm. since we've actually seen LeBron versus KD in a regular type of game. So I'm excited to see these two go head to head at the all-star game. Yeah, another player that they were talking about, and yeah, I was really surprised that Wiggins got selected. I'll have to check his stats, but I didn't know he had that great of a year. But of course, there's been a lot of injuries too, so that helped as well. But um, what do you about a guy like Devin Booker? Do you think he got snubbed about not getting not getting in the starting lineup? And again, the Suns right now have the best record in the NBA. But did you think uh, Booker got snubbed? Yeah, when you look at what you have in front of you, if you want to just go name for name, you know, I would I would personally have put Devin Booker before Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. But when you have John Morant and Steph Curry playing your guard positions in this on that all-star team, I mean, you really can't go wrong. So it's it's really just a gift and a curse. But personally, if we just talking about names, I would definitely have Devin starting over Wiggins. But as far as the position, I like John Steph starting this thing off. Mm-hmm. I think Devin will still get his run, though. Yeah, and another thing, too, about the uh, East is, of course, Zach Levine to get in the starting lineup, and he'll probably he'll definitely make the make the all-star team. But I was a little surprised he didn't make – or Trey Young made it over him, and I think right now the Hawks are like the 12th seed. Yes. Um, but what, what did you think about that? The East, man, Trey Young, I mean, he's hot. You know, mm-hmm. ice Trey. So – I think that he's pretty much set a standard that, you know, they can't play really, really bad. But if Atlanta's playing mediocre basketball, Trey Young's name is still going to be in the conversation when we're talking about All-Star Weekend. Like, he's just that good. And you look at all the other point guards in the Eastern Conference, he definitely matches up. So it's an iffy situation, but I'm not mad that Trey got the uh, start at all. You got the Rosen, you got the Rosen matched up with him, so. You know, Chicago was repping. Yeah, DeRozan's had a great season. And I think, like, uh, Chris, last year he was in San Antonio. And, you know, I'm I'm a Spurs fan, but I kind of knew that DeRozan didn't quite fit very well in San Antonio. But what have you thought about DeRozan's season? Because he has been – he was he's basically playing as good as he was when he was back in Toronto. You know, I've watched DeMar for a while. 
And I've known DeMar to be a talented player. And his clutch gene this year has just been exceptional. Like the way he's been able to pull things off at the end of games has been definitely impressive. But at the end of the day for me, JJ, you got to show and prove in the postseason. And that's always been the, you know, period of the season that's always haunted him. Whether we're talking about, you know, Toronto, but he just got to show and prove to me in the postseason. But for so far, so good. I like the chemistry that Chicago had before Lonzo went down. Lonzo going to be out for like six weeks. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play this thing out now that Lonzo is not really the floor general at this point for the Bulls. Yeah, and the Bulls are starting to get attacked by injuries because, of course, last week Caruso's out. I'll be yeah. hopefully making a video of that soon. But, yeah, Caruso's out. Um, of course, Levine should be coming back here very soon. But Lonzo Ball, he's out six days. If the Bulls can still be somewhere in that top four seeds in a surprisingly very competitive Eastern Conference this year, I could see the Bulls. They have a great chance of do, going far. But, again, uh, you know, being healthy is a huge part of it. And right now they're just getting – I mean, they've had so many injuries just the last two weeks. So – um, yeah, so we'll see what happens there with the Bulls. Um, the Lakers have kind of, I don't know, the Lakers have been iffy this year. And, I mean, they'll probably make the playoffs right now. I think they're the seventh seed, so they would still technically play in the play-in game. But how far do you think the Lakers can go there? Knocked out in the first round again? Or what do you think about the Lakers' postseason chances this year? As you get to know me, JJ, you'll get to know that I'm a LeBron fanatic. So I'm always going to, when you, we talk about projection, I'm going to go way off the cuff. I'm always going to say that LeBron is going to take us to the promised land. So I'm never going to cut LeBron short. I'm never going to count the Lakers out. We have had a roller coaster season, definitely. But if we can make it into the playoffs, I really think the Lakers will be dangerous because they've had so many uh, ups and down moments this season that could break a lot of teams. So if they able to pull it together um, and get into the postseason run with the healthy AD, the way LeBron's playing the year 19. And if Russ can kind of chill with the turnovers, I like my big three against anybody in the Western conference. I'm not going to lie. Well, another thing about the Lakers too, they got to get Davis healthy. And I think he just returned as well. Or he he just returned. But if Anthony Davis can stay healthy, the Lakers will definitely be, in my opinion, a contender. But again, they got to stay healthy because again, Davis the last two years, he has just not been able to stay on the court because he's been he's been hurt all the time. So that's another big reason why I think the Lakers haven't exactly done great the last year and a half. But and then of course you got the elephant in the room, JJ, with Frank Vogel. Like mm-hmm. a big question was was he going to survive this current road trip that they were on? Like I'm just not sold on Frank Vogel leading this team anywhere anymore. I know he got the championship back in 2020 in the bubble with the Lakers, but I just think a change needs to be made in the uh coaching department when it comes to LA. Another guy that's interesting too and he's hurt right now as well, but a guy like Damian Lillard, he's not going to be traded in the um, trade deadline, but do you think there's a chance that he finally gets traded out of Portland after this season? I'm going to be honest. I don't know what Dame Lillard, I don't know what in the world Dame Lillard is thinking, uh, focusing on staying in Portland. I've really thought that if Kawhi was going to come back by Christmas or the All-Star break, I thought Damian would have maybe asked for a trade request this season and go play with Kawhi and Paul George with the Clippers for at least a year. I if I hear Damon say that he wants to stay in Portland and, and try to win one there, but I just don't see that happening. And I think if the opportunity arises a good one, Dame can't be a fool. Dame will make a move, but 
as long as he stay in Portland, he will never win the Larry O'Brien trophy. He's getting no hardware in Portland. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think he I think what he thinks right now is he wants I think he likes it in Portland, but I think he that the organization will give him better help. And they haven't done the best job in the world. I mean, yeah, he's got CJ McCollum, but he doesn't really have a lot of options behind him. And the Clippers, that that would have been, I think, a great trade, but I don't think the Clippers are I don't think Kawhi and Paul George. It doesn't seem like Paul George is coming back, and I don't think going to play at all this year. So nope, I don't know. Yeah. I just like I said, I I I kind of agree with you there, but I think still thinks that Portland will somehow get him better help, but I don't know how he I don't I don't know how he could win with the team he has now. And like they're what the eleventh or twelfth seed, so they don't even make the play in tournament right now. He's he's stuck on seeing what Giannis did in Milwaukee. And my thing about it is, you know, it's just basically you and CJ McCullum all due respect. Now CJ took on a big role because he's now the president of the NBA PA. He took Chris Paul's spot last year. You know, he's always been in the mix of the meetings and everything, but how much focus is CJ going to lose because now he's the head of the NBA PA? So that's just another possible issue that's going to, you know, be along going with uh, Portland and, and that chemistry and that duo. So they need more help. They done lost Melo. So I just don't see nothing really productive happening in Portland, J.D., to be honest. Yeah, that's a good point, too, that you think that, you know, Lillard's kind of still stuck, kind of thinks what he, he – what he thinks he can do, what Giannis did in Milwaukee. But I thought before the Bucks traded for Drew Holiday, this is like a year, I guess it's been about two years now, that I thought, you know, Dame Miller getting traded to Milwaukee would have made the most sense. But, you know, that's not happening anymore now. But I don't know. I would love to see Lillard with the contender because, in my opinion, I think he's the best point guard in the league because, you know, Curry's a great shooter and everything. But I think Lillard's a better overall player. But, okay. I mean, we'll see what happens there. So, Again, another thing I've kind of wondered, and we talked about this last week as well. Um, who do you have as the MVP if the season ended today? I'm not going to lie. And I'm not a big fan of this guy because his immaturity I have a problem with. But Joel Embiid for the Philadelphia 76ers, the way he's been playing the drama that that team has dealt with with Ben Simmons ever since the offseason, I think he's really stepped it up and he's making the team look good. He looks good. He's, he's you know, he's healthy. I like Ben Simmons. I know there's a, a couple names people throw out there when we talk about MVP, Joker, um, but I really like right now Joel Embiid as the front runner for the MVP. All right, man. Peace to my NBA family. It's your host, Seven Mitchell, with the best of seven sports talk. I just wanted to take this time out to say thank you to each and every one of you guys for so much support for the podcast. I hope you guys are really enjoying some of the outside the box angles we take, bringing you in these NBA storylines. Please don't forget to like and share. Most importantly, rate the podcast. You can follow us on social media. All the links will be in the description. And if you would like to contribute to the Best of 7 Sports Talk platform, we have merchandise available, as well as links for the merch and donations will be all in the description. Once again, thank each and every one of you guys in the NBA community for supporting the show. This is Seven Mitchell with the Best of 7 Sports Talk. Let's talk some NBA action.